What up, fatties? Welcome to Catch Up Light, where we catch you up on the latest happenings in the food world really fast. Welcome to the Catch Up. Introducing your hosts, Eli Aruth, editor, and Jeffrey Kutnick, CEO, and apparently the only guy who takes this podcast series. Of the craziest, most bestest, news-breaking, food-porn-peddling, viral website on the dot-coms. It's crazy when your future is decided by an algorithm. Dude, this pizza is fucking crazy! There's not one person in this entire world that believes you. Alright, and welcome to the catch-up. So producer Izzy and our photographer Peter Pham just launched an expose about bringing tortillas into Korean barbecue joints. Expose is a funny word and makes it really ridiculous, but amazing premise of an article. I mean, this is the world we live in, man. This is the jobs that we have put upon ourselves. (laughs) Producer Izzy, catch us up on bringing tortillas to Korean barbecue joints. Is this about to be a new trend? God, I hope so. <laughs> it has to be, right? It feels ripe for a trend. <laughs> as, as soon as you, as soon as the words came out of your mouth. Where did this originate from? Why are you why are we talking about this? I mean, I think it's it's just something random. Um so me and Pete have always talked about this. Um at least for a little while now like just kind of joking like, "Yo, we need to bring some tortillas into Korean barbecue." And it, it kind of like it kind of revved up when that Korean barbecue spot opened down the street from the office. Yeah. And we've just, it's just something we've talked about for a while. It's something that I, to some degree, experienced at this restaurant in Roland Heights, which is pretty near uh, where both Pete and I live. Uh, it used to be called uh, Murepo. And I uh, I think they might have relocated to Los Angeles or something like that. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I think... I don't think anyone what, will. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, uh, when I looked it up, it looked like they were now in Los Angeles. Um, but yeah, so they used to have street-style tortillas. And I didn't know that that was a thing. Uh, I went there for a birthday. My buddy told the server, hey, can you bring some tortillas? And I looked at him like, what? What do you mean bring some tortillas? This is Korean barbecue. Dude brings out a stack of like... Street style tortillas. Street style meaning corn. Yeah, so it's corn, the little ones, you know, yeah. the, the little the little tacos that you get at a, at a taco truck. Basically, they brought them out in a stack, and we started throwing them on the grill. And I'm just like, damn, whoa! Like this is a real thing. I'm about to get some bulgogi tacos. Yeah. When was this? Um, this had to be like it was a while. It's at least four or five years ago. Oh wow. Yeah. So it was a little while ago, and I recently tried to go back to that restaurant, changed ownership. I, I thought maybe like, okay, maybe they still do this. And like, I gave, I gave the server a little wink, wink, like, yo, let me get them tortillas. And he looked at me like, bro, it's Korean barbecue. We don't got tortillas. Damn. <laughs> I was like, damn it. I took a shot. But, but yeah, that, that, that's where the idea kind of sparked. So uh, me and Pete over the last few years kind of like joke about it. And Pete comes up to me, this was last week. And he tells me, yo, do you want me to go to Burritos La Palma? get some tortillas and then we can go get some Korean barbecue. And for those that don't know burritos, La Palma, we're talking about Jonathan gold, LA times critic, rest in peace, rated place 
specifically known for their flour tortillas. He loved it. Incredible tortillas. And they're amazing burritos. Yeah. So and they sell the tortillas by themselves. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think I think people don't really realize that they're uh. like a they're a tortilleria. They 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 make the tortillas there and they they sell them in packets. So oh. so Pete went down there and bought a pack. Um, I can't remember how many there are, but it's a handful. It's like I think at least ten or something. Mm-hmm. But and La Palma makes burritos. Yeah. So you guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you guys shifted. So you guys experienced like you, Izzy, had experienced tacos at a place outside of L.A. at K Barbecue. That place didn't exist anymore. But you guys still had a new experience because you brought you brought like full fledged tor- flour tortillas to K Barbecue. Yeah. Paint the paint the scene. So right, like I, I don't know if anyone's listening that hasn't had Korean barbecue yet, but like the Korean barbecue we're thinking of is like you go to this a restaurant near you, they have the grill on the table that you're sitting at with your friends and family, and right, you right. grill the meats that you order, and there's usually really dope accoutrement. Yeah. Right. Some oh, dude, paper. the Korean side game yeah. is the best side game in the world. It's gotta be. It's gotta be top up there with best sides in the world, man, for sure. And so I, I think it's something that. If you haven't done it, it's a little bit of a different experience. I I took my older sister to Korean barbecue for her birthday last year, and mm-hmm. she she had no idea what it was. So she was like looking at this grill in the middle of the table, like like what's going on? Yeah. And I was like, oh shoot, like I forgot she's never done Korean barbecue. And People I was like, have it, man. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like it's uh, yeah. I mean, we're we're kind of lucky that we we experience it quite a bit, but like it's it's not the most common thing when. When you're with the carnivorous person that's experiencing K barbecue for the first time, it's a it's magical. Like the level of excitement, especially when you're at a quality all you can eat experience or just premium without all you can eat, but like the all you can eat is crazy when especially when it's good because a person just like I can order 15 different <laughs> meats, some of them marinated across seafood, chicken, pork and then they also keep refilling these sides banchan like no matter how much i like kimchi if i say i like it they will give me a triple serving of kimchi (laughs) like it's for the first time it's it's pretty mind-blowing what is it about people getting off on doing their own work at restaurants (laughs) i never understood it like i like korean barbecue but i never understood how gassed up my friends get like yo you get to cook the meat yourself like why the fuck are we going out that's that's another thing that's another thing that like that i experienced when i took my sister she's like wait so we're cooking the meat It's like, yeah. Are we tip for this? Of, yeah, that's part of the experience. Yeah. So, so where on the spectrum did you, like, what type of Korean barbecue uh, restaurant did you go to? Because on the bottom of the spectrum, there still exists an all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue that's mostly brisket for around 10 to 12 bucks. Yeah, that garbage like, yeah, yeah. brisket. It, it exists. <laughs> like, you know everything is frozen, yeah. but is it still delicious and you get, like, super full off of 12 bucks? Yes. Yeah. There's kind of, like, a, a mid-tier, high-end all-you-can-eat that, like, the consistency is higher. And then you have, like, the pre- premium Korean barbecue where it's not all-you-can-eat. And you're like ordering a la carte. Which place did you bring the tortillas in? So we we went to Gen Barbecue. Is it Gen or Gen? Can we, do we? I don't know. G E N. Yeah, we went to G E N. Yeah, so so that's a chain. There's over thirty across the uh, West Coast. I think they're in the Philippines too. 
But so, GEN's high up there, though. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not their, a sure. Their, yeah. their quality is like consistent. Their price points, what, like twenty five bucks? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so me and Pete specifically went there because it's kind of like close to both of us, but also we love the pork belly there. Like we go off on the pork belly. Okay. Like we, like we didn't, we don't mess around, dude. Like we, we got four orders of pork belly. <laughs> Damn. Like at one point, we when we went when we did Korean barbecue earlier this year, we were like are we messing with these other meats like let's just get the, the pork belly man like that's what we're here for so that's what we did and we we got some of the we got some of the brisket as well but all right let me, let me take you guys back a little bit we were in the parking lot and pete pulls out the tortillas and i'm like how are we doing this man like how are we bringing them in <laughs> so he he goes to the back of his car and he pulls out it's kind of weird. It's kind of <laughs> weird. Like, yeah. so he like, pulls out the the food beast tote bag, the <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the famous food beast tote bag that that we that we have. He put it in there, and we just kind of just walk in. Pete's got like his camera, his camera case, and the tote bag. No, okay, no one says anything. How nervous is Pete? Because I f- Pete's kind of one of these guys where I feel like if he's doing anything wrong, he gets like a nervous energy. Like he is. The most honest, transparent, cool dude, always like low key, you know? Yeah. So I feel like this is, you're not doing anything illegal per se, but you're kind of sneaking in tortillas. What's the, what's the energy of you guys going in there? I think we were both a little bit nervous. Like we don't, you don't know what's going to happen, right? Like if you bring food from outside, you don't know how mad they'll get. They care, but you don't think they would have cared about you bringing in a, a pile of tortillas. Yeah, I mean, we weren't sure. Uh, turns out they didn't really care. Huh. Wait, so it, is there a reveal? Like, so it's in the tote bag, and then you the and bag. then walk At us what through. Point do you pull yeah. it out. Like, what's going on right before you pull it out? Yeah, so that that was one of the conversations. I was like, "How are we going to do this, man? There's one grill. We got to do the meats, right? So we we throw the meats on there. We do we do one slab." of pork belly and then once it's done we cut it up we kind of put it on the side and i was like all right man <laughs> but with the truth yeah let's 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 get this out I, I rip open the bag and i just toss it in there and start letting it heat up a little bit and i'm like all right it's on there someone's gonna pass by eventually and see this who so- makes the first move the the waiter or you who who acknowledges the tortillas on the grill no one. They didn't oh. say a thing. You think it was awkward? Did you not bring it up the whole time? No I one mentioned it. No eye contact. I was like, if they say something, we'll wing it. Wait, but there had to be a moment <laughs> where there was a tortilla on the grill or a burrito on your plate and you asked for something, right? There was a moment when I had a full burrito on my plate and I think um, Pete asked for more kimchi. And I, dude, I just couldn't make eye contact. I was like, this dude's going to say something. That dude was like, okay. And he, he went, he brought more kimchi. He replaced our, our grill. You know how they do the grill change? Yeah. And that was it. I'm a hundred percent sure that he saw the big burrito on my plate and had to think, where did that tortilla come from? Bro? Okay. That's so hella Mexican. Son. <laughs> like, can we acknowledge? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think is a server coming through. Like, Danny will bring through the tortillas. But that's like ultimate fatty move. I love this. Yeah. yeah dude. Do you think based on how nonchalant the service was with t- with your tortilla experience, would you encourage others to go into Korean barbecue and bring tortillas? I would absolutely <laughs> encourage it. What are they going to do? At you're, your own risk. You're, you're paying the $23, $25 already. You don't 
pay any more or less. What's you're, funny is you probably win them money because you're going to eat less, especially in an all-you-can-eat joint. If you're filling up on bread, they wish they had some sort of bread to bring out at Korean barbecue, right? That's what they hit you with at like Mexican restaurants. Except I never really understood that. It's just like a kind of a customer service experience to get chips and salsa. Yeah. But really, you kind of get filled up on them. Yeah, for but real. That's baller though, dude. Okay, so tell me, how did it taste? Dude. Oh, my God. Pork belly burritos yeah what, what's what'd in the you, burrito yeah, what'd you put burrito? in it are you kidding me <laughs> no we're already here bro <laughs> doing a whole podcast about this <laughs> very serious about all of this <laughs> well i mean you guys have had korean barbecue you know you know what the good meats are i yeah. think i think pork belly is up there as far as like the meat game mm. and then you get that grease that just drips into the rice okay so you get that tortilla that just kind of encapsulates it so you no longer have to worry about anything really dripping. So you got, so you got, you got the kimchi, you got mm. the jalapenos, okay. you got the rice, you got the mounds of pork belly. This is your burrito, son. You can put as much pork belly as you, you didn't even need the rice. If you want to just do pork belly. Oh my God. That was an option. Did you sauce it at all? We did. Um, so I didn't even know that they had this, but <laughs> of course, Pete knows. There's like this, uh, this garlic sauce that they have that was really good. Oh my God. And that's, just, that, that's the crazy thing to me is because when you think about it, when you think about Korean barbecue, especially all you can eat, especially with the banchan, you could make 30, 50, 100 different types of burritos yeah. just with the stuff that you already ordered. It's like, oh, you want to put a little seasoned bean sprout in there? Go oh, ahead. Bro, a nice crunch with that. You want to put Ooh. some potato, Korean potato salad in there? Shut your mouth. Go ahead. Yo, that's you want to You want to stick six different types of Korean pickled vegetables in there? Go ahead. It's like, all on the table. And then on bro. top of that, you got soy on the table. You got seasoning on the table. You oh got God. this apparently this garlic sauce. I mean, you basically have a burrito buffet. Bro, egg. They got that egg. You could do Dude, breakfast burritos. You, yo, you could do the egg, which is crazy. You could do the soon. You could put the tofu, goji kings, like soup as a sauce and a condiment. Oh my god! This like there's literally there's literally thousands of combinations with your order alone. Sorry, Roy Choi, but people are gonna look back <laughs> at this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and credit the Korean Mexican food movement. Just forget the ten years that fusion there. Played. Yeah. <laughs> Kogi I forgot about that truck. <laughs> and 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 the thing and the thing is is like I've been wrapping Korean barbecue into pickled radish forever, or the rice paper, or the I rice usually paper, make little right? Tacos. And you're, so you're kind of making these chopstick yeah. size tacos. I honestly but radi- didn't even but, know what they yo, were called. I used like, to call them Korean tortillas. Honestly. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I'll be like, "Yo, can I get some more Korean tortillas, please?" <laughs> but the thing with radish and rice paper, though, it's not bread, man. It's not yeah. carbs, yo, baby. T- tortillas, <laughs> especially because you guys didn't do the rookie move and bring tortillas and just stuff them. Yeah, you filled them. And then you put the back on the grill oh for some God. grill yeah, yeah, for yeah. like Chipotle style grill marks on the outside. Bro, you could have even grilled cheese the outside. These places, <laughs> these places are with doing cheese the cheese corn. corn. These, pieces, these places are coming correct with the cheese Bro, corn. We, we split that thing with the scissors that they give you. <laughs> oh. 
it like split in half perfectly. We we're like, oh my god, it worked! Oh my god, it's the perfect. Oh my god, we cut right through it. It was no problem. We we're like, I can't believe these scissors are so sharp. It worked perfectly, bro. They got some serious shears at K barbecue joints, <laughs> like because they don't have knives out there. They do the shears. They yeah. do the scissors. It's expensive to sharpen scissors. So I had a I had a side conversation with someone about this recently. Koreans use scissors for everything. It's not just food. So oh, I, I had like a, mm. a a Korean American friend of mine that's like, yeah, like instead of like it, it's prominent in cooking, which is why we know about it. But there's just like they want they like using scissors for precision and for everything, which makes so much sense. Yo, not not just for but like for food, it makes so much sense. Like instead of having a like super sharp knife at the table for things like cutting slim meat like <laughs> it's just like yo just cut it up like that it's really so simple s- bro i'm just thinking right now about cutting a strawberry you know how miserable <laughs> that shit is you have to get a cutting board out you have to get a knife out like or i could hold the strawberry and grab a pair of scissors two hands less dishes chop up the strawberry and just eat it chop up a banana Oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? With sharp enough scissors, you have knives and scissors. Changing the game right Koreans now. Koreans might be the smartest <laughs> race on this planet. Fantastic. Okay. Izzy, I appreciate you guys for doing this and setting us on a new trajectory in the world of eating. I just hope this becomes a thing, man. I hope that there's enough people sneaking in tortillas where restaurants are just like, well, we got to provide them now, right? I bet you GEN, the reason why they didn't yell at you is that dude G-E-N, went, G-E-N. he went to. Sounds like a news network. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an electric company. <laughs> he went to his manager, told him, yo, Mexican homie, Vietnamese homie on table 13. They brought tortillas. I'm not going to squash it, but we need to put tortillas on the menu tomorrow because we're fucking up. Korean food is having its moment. Mm. So. I mean, we're now seeing Korean quick service restaurants. I've never seen those before. It's happening. And when I go to Korean barbecue, it is not just an eight. Like 10 years ago, it was like predominantly Asian, Asian American clientele. You go to Korean barbecue now, it is everybody. Popping. So like tortillas make so much sense. Especially Southern California. Yeah, especially here. 100%. Here we go, baby. So guys... That does it for today's episode. Appreciate you guys for listening. And if you don't give a shit about Korean barbecue or you don't have one in your neighborhood but still like tortillas, here's some other food news to tell your friends about. Halal Guys has launched a burrito. They're using bright red tomato tortillas. That means you can put your favorite gyro meat in there, delicious red sauce, uh, the red rice, and they even have a new cheesy white sauce built specifically for this burrito. So the full story and a very wild news video about those burritos are on foodbeast.com. So thank you for listening. And guys, don't forget to follow my man on the mic, Eli, mm. at Book of Eli on Instagram. Hello. Follow Izzy, at Izzy Serious, myself, at Jeff Kutnick with the G, G-E-O-F-F. Follow all of us. Follow Food Beast Ketchup on Instagram. And sign up for our foodbeast.com newsletter because you'll get breaking news in your inbox. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye.